Hello, everybody. On tonight's special edition of Sports with Sterling, I'm joined by Stephen and Benny as we talk about the conclusion of the 2020 NBA season. The Lakers are champions. I am hyped up. And we talk about, or we go to Benny's baseball corner as he gives you a rundown of what he thinks is going to happen in the ALCS and NLCS. And then finally, of course, we talk football. Uh, before we start, I wanted to just say that I am uh, euphoric right now at the Lakers winning this title. Everybody that knows me knows how much I love LeBron James. Tom Brady is my favorite athlete of all time. LeBron is number two, a close second. And I said this in the podcast, but I reiterated here that tonight I was genuinely happy and I was smiling ear to ear. And that doesn't really happen that much. Like I don't usually live in the moment, but uh, the conclusion of the season, the success of the bubble and the Lakers and LeBron in particular winning uh, felt so sweet. It's felt amazing. And I, I'm really happy that this happened this season. It's been such a crazy year. Uh, there's still a lot of it left with uh, things coming up and, and whatnot. But uh, I was happy that for tonight, I was able to celebrate very happily the Lakers winning and in particular LeBron and Anthony Davis. I love Anthony Davis. And this is one of the best duos of all time. This season will not be forgotten. And I'm excited to see uh, all the reporting and everything that comes out of the bubble because this is a historic NBA season. So with that being said, I won't hold you anymore. Uh, I will let the show talk for itself. This is a long episode. I apologize for it, but a lot of things happen in sports uh, outside of just the NBA, but also in football this week. So with that being said, here is Steven and Benny. Benny, Steven, what am I wearing right now? Uh, looks like a LeBron jersey. Yep, a LeBron jersey, baby. I'm on cloud Finals MVP. Yeah, Cleveland Cavaliers. Even this, shut up. Even the Seahawks getting a game-winning drive. I said I wouldn't slander them. I'm not, but that pissed me off. But I, I can't even be mad because the Lakers won the title. As, uh, as most people know, the schedule on today, today's episode is usually we talk about Sunday Night Football first. We're actually going to talk about uh, the finals, our bad bets or our good bets. Good bet. Refereeing. In professional sports, I have a few things I'd like to say about that. And then we're going to take you to the best best segment in all of sports radio and podcasts, Benny's Baseball Corner, as he gives you his hot takes for the ALCS and NLCS. Uh, after the break, we'll do football. But, um, I mean, we'll talk a little football on the bet aches and the bad bets. But uh, first, we're going to talk about the finals. The Lakers just beat the Miami Heat in six games with one of the most dominating uh, finals games I've ever watched. They were up 28 at half. They completely destroyed the Heat this game. And LeBron James has has done it again, folks. He's done it again. Listen to this sound. That's a Coors Light I cracked open. On my back, that's a Coors Light I cracked open. Uh, drinking this up for LeBron. Before I get into my montage and my, uh, my long oral history or monologue about what I feel, Stephen and Benny, I'd like to le- open the floor up with you. Uh, how do you feel, Steve? I was going to say have Benny go first because I want to hear his hot takes. On Benny, the Benny, let's, but... let's have Benny go first. Benny, what do you think? Hey, no. Uh... Hey, no, huh? Yeah. Hey, I'm, I'm glad Lakers won. Uh, okay. Unlike you guys, I predicted uh, six six games, Lakers, and uh, I'm happy about that prediction. Glad to see LeBron uh, wins another title and Anthony Davis gets his first. Okay, that was kind of a low-energy response. We're going to need you to up it for Benny's baseball corner. It's coming up. It's coming <laughs> That, that's that's it for Benny talking about the finals. He did a test during this game. He really doesn't care about basketball or baseball for that matter because he, he does not know who was in the championship series. But, okay, Stephen, what do you think? 
uh, as a lifelong Lakers hater, kind of hate it, but seeing LeBron win and just such, it, it was such a boring game just to watch, just, but it was happy because you know what the ending was going to be and to see LeBron win his fourth championship is, is great. Um, the whole team was playing, like they switched up their starting lineup and then for some reason that just made them, <laughs> they should have stuck done that lineup the entire time. It was amazing. When, when I read is that, it, is it, do you have anything else you want to say? Because I'm going to probably talk for like the next four minutes and I don't want to interrupt. Oh, that, 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 just, that was basically it, but I, I'm glad they changed it up and it, that seemed to, I don't know how that made him play defense so much better, but it did. And it was, it was amazing. I'm glad LeBron won and he won finals MVP unanimously. And I love it. Hell yeah. When, uh, when they switched that up, I knew it was over. Cause when AD is playing the five, that is their best lineup. AD does not like playing the five, but I'm happy that he, uh, he did it today. And it showed on the defensive side of the ball, especially, I think they had what they have 38 points in the first half, something like that. The, yeah. the heat, that that's insane. This team is the best defensive team in basketball all year. They entered the bubble without Avery Bradley, who was their best wing defender. And that scared me. That was where I was thinking that, you know, there is a chance now that they're going to be susceptible to players like Lillard and Harden and Kawhi to be able to score a lot more points. Obviously the Clippers choked hilariously. So I am so happy that the Clippers choked because of all the shit they talked all year only to lose a three, one lead. And then their fans were making the jokes that the the Lakers wouldn't lose that three, one lead. They didn't. Uh, I'm going to read the first stat. I have a lot of stats here. I don't want to be a nerd here, but uh, teammates to average 25 points per game and 50% shooting in the finals, Julius Irving, Andrew Tony, 1982, Shaq and Penny Hardaway, 1995, Shaq and Kobe Bryant, shout out Shaq, 2002, and Anthony Davis and LeBron James in 2020. Uh, the Lakers have won finals in 2000, in 2010, and in 2020. So every 10 years, they have won it over the last uh, over the last 30 years, which is which is an amazing stat. Um, and and honestly, I I said this right before we started recording. This was the first time since the Patriots beating the Rams where I actually was like genuinely happy about something in sports. And uh, people don't live in the moment that much, but this was such a good season and the bubble was so successful. And I remember recording the Kobe episode with Steven when Kobe passed and how we were just talking about how, uh, how like, what's the season going to be like now? And this was before COVID and everything. I think that was the, the, the second to last episode we recorded that was so long ago. Uh, Kobe died in, in this year, in 2020. And uh, I do think that people have made the this title too much about Kobe and invoked his name a little too much. But uh, the, players, the players truly believe it, which is all that matters. So I, I'm not talking about the, the players could do it I'm because they know him and stuff. I'm yeah. saying like the media, the media is that talking. That matters to them for sure. Yeah, it matters to and them. And fans. And fans and, too. And fans, yes, exactly. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not saying to take that away. But yeah. that happened in 2020. This season has been going on since summer when when Frank Vogel got hired and when AD got got acquired. Uh, that trade, I remember so many people on Twitter were clowning the Lakers that they gave up their future for AD, which I thought they were idiots at the time. I think they're even bigger idiots now because they won the title and AD is going to re-sign for the max and they're going to run it back next year. They're going to be the favorite next year too. But I just, the season was such a long journey and it was such a massive success. The bubble was amazing. No positive COVID tests for three months. That is how you should, that's, that's amazing. And uh, the best team won, the best player got the finals MVP. Here's LeBron's 2020 stats per game. Game one, 25, 13, and nine. Game two, 33, nine, and nine. Game three, 25, 10, and eight. Game four, 28, 12, and eight. 
Game five, 40, 13, and seven. And, and tonight, 28, 14, and 10. Uh, he averaged 29.8 points per game, 11.8 rebounds per game, 8.5 assists per game on 59% shooting. That is just unbelievable. He's one of, I think there's only two people that have uh, more than or as many four finals MVPs. He's the first player to win uh, three, three championships with three different teams. I think he's the first player to do that uh, or the first player to lead three finals or three, three final teams. I know Danny green has it now too. So there's definitely more people, but it's like these things that he's done is just insane. And he said it in his in game interview about respect and stuff and just wanting the respect. And some people are like clowning. I'm like, Oh, everybody thinks you're like the second best player. He's not the second best player. He is the best player of all time. He's the best athlete of all time. And He's been in his prime. We said that, I think we said this a few podcasts ago, since legitimately 2007, he has been the best player in his sport. Uh, almost unanimously. There was a few years there where people would say KD, but no, I don't, I did not agree with that. And it was still a minority opinion that KD was better than LeBron. And this year it's like Giannis. Giannis is not better than LeBron either. And he has been, think about this. We are all 24 years old. Unless one of you, is, are you 25, Steven? Uh, today i am yeah happy birthday steve what the hell happy birthday steve oh. well we're gonna get into that later then oh. we'll sing happy birthday to what the fuck you should have told us <laughs> well, happy birthday steve congratulations like your time birthday, um but when lebron and think about this in 2007 was when he ascended it was that year where he single-handedly beat the pistons and scored like the 27 straight points got to the finals and got swept by the spurs on a team that was terrible yeah and and or are you talking about? Are you talking that about- was 2007. Uh, uh, Cavs? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That we were all 11 years old when that happened. And that he is now, that's, that's 13 years ago. And he's yeah. still at this level. And when you put that into that type of perspective, th- in the 2010s, he made nine finals, nine of the years that we, Throughout high school and college, he was in the finals literally every year. We were in high school and undergraduate mm-hmm. uh, for you and me, Benny. And uh, no, no, no disrespect to you, Stephen, for not. <laughs> but I, but I just, for example, what, what's up, Benny? So what do you think you're gonna look like in 13 years? I'll probably. I don't even know if I'll be walking. I will be bald. I need some knee replacements in 13. Well, in 13 years, I will have hair plugs because oh. I am. My hairline is receding as we speak. Every time I watch uh, football, uh, lose bets. But anyways. I'm just saying like what we're seeing needs to be appreciated more. And just you people can have the opinion that Jordan's better than LeBron. It's false. It's not true. It's just a terrible opinion at this point. Nothing Jordan does basketball wise is better than LeBron. You can't say it's terrible opinion. It is a terrible opinion. I can say that. Why not? We didn't didn't get to watch him. It's just, it's who you watch, right? It's, It's era. It's by era. But if you're no, 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 because people will do that argument if, if they want to respect the era, but if you're, if you're saying, but people still put Jordan over LeBron. Why not put Wilt number one? Wilt's stats are insane. No, it's not by era. People just want to say Jordan's the best. He's generation. not. No, it's completely by generation. There, you know, anybody, anybody. If who- LeBron wins the next two finals, people will not say LeBron's better than Jordan that don't already hold that take. The take is made. It's it's people have their opinions and it's set. People either like Jordan or LeBron. Whatever LeBron does from now on will matter. LeBron in game six scored a 40 point uh, on 40 point on like 68% shooting 
and people were shitting on him for passing the ball out to a three-point shooter who shoots 40% on a wide-open three that he would make 98 times out of 100 in an empty gym. And they shit on him for that. People's opinions and minds are set. If you think Jordan is better than LeBron, you can have that opinion. It is a wrong opinion. Jordan is slower. He's smaller. He isn't better at shooting. He's worse at passing. He's not better at defense. There is nothing that Jordan does better than LeBron at basketball. I don't know if he's slower. He, he, he can, he's slower. He is. There's the, he's quick, he can jump out. And he was quick and he could jump out of the gym. No, that, he couldn't. The, when he dunked, here's why it's by here's why it's uh, by Benny. Benny, when Benny, when he dunked from the free throw line, people were like orgasming. Yeah, a hundred people in the NBA can do that now. People are more. No, I agree. I agree with that. I agree with that. But it's like, it's like the. And he's not faster. Uh, the greatness of, of being. Here's the thing. He's not faster, Benny. That's the thing. He is Do not I faster. Think, I agree, LeBron, strictly as a player, you know, probably one on one, he'd probably or he'd probably win. He's probably more valuable. I think he'd uh, beat Jordan one on one about uh, for yeah. playing to 21, 21 to like six. Here, here's here's why people say Jordan so much. It's like the it's like the allure of him. It's like he was the first uh, guy. That's when- fine. That's he fine. Was the first guy to like do all that stuff, right? So so people, uh, it's more like like notable to them, especially people 20 Benny, years old. That is fine. I get what you're saying. Yeah. That just doesn't, then what they're doing is still not, not a good opinion. They're just basing it on feelings and not actually the games, the stats, the numbers. LeBron's going to retire with every single record, every record that he, that he will have. He'll probably be top five in assists. He'll have the most points, playoff records. He'll have everything. And people will Very still say Jordan's better. At one point, I do agree. If Jordan was in the NBA today, he wouldn't be as special. I don't think because there are guys that do have the same athleticism, um, and and I think it's just it's more. I think that those Bulls teams, um, yeah, they. Benny, what you're saying, but they wouldn't be as dominant today. No, they wouldn't win the finals today. Look at the teams that Jordan played in the finals versus LeBron. And we're not, I don't want to make this a Jordan versus LeBron thing because it's, yeah, you, yeah. you, you don't, you need to do more research on the teams they played. I, I can remember all the teams and stuff because I watched, I watched the last dance and I've watched I'm the games sure. and I'm not, I'm, I'm not shitting on you for your intelligence on this issue. I'm just side. saying, huh? I'm just bringing up the other side. I'm not saying I. Okay. Back to what we're devil's talking. advocate. Back to, yeah. yeah. Devil's advocate. Back to what we're talking about. LeBron um, scored or assisted on over 50 Lakers points per game throughout the series. Uh, he made the clutch passes. He got the clutch rebounds. He played insane defense throughout the playoffs, but especially this series. And he's the, he is the, the best athlete in the generation or our lifetime. And what I'm saying is not to shit on Jordan. Jordan was that same person for other people, but the greats get passed in every sport. If Mahomes or Trevor Lawrence, or somebody comes up and wins five or six Super Bowls and has insane stats, they'll be better than Tom Brady. It's what happens in sports. I don't think that that's going to happen for a long time in football or in basketball because of how hard these sports are to sustain greatness at. You have in football, two to three year windows in basketball, two to three year windows, unless you're LeBron James, that is, or the Patriots. Those are the only two teams slash entities that have defied that rule. The Warriors, they were the worst team in the NBA this year because of injuries and because KD left. But guess what? Guess what? You know who doesn't get injured? You know who doesn't get miss games and shit? LeBron. He has never missed a playoff game in his career. He has played 260 playoff games. That's 
like four seasons of basketball in the playoffs. He has never been inactive due to an injury in a game. That is insane. Uh, the These things that LeBron is doing are taken for such granted because people are either yes. – People that hate him, hate him only to hate him, not for any rationale reason. They just don't like him because because they either like the Warriors or they like Jordan or something like that. There's no rational reason to say LeBron is not the best player ever, or yeah. if they really want to do that, 1B. It is not Jordan 1, LeBron 2. It is LeBron 1, Jordan 1. If you want to do that, fine. Accomplishments aside, uh, or accomplishments included, LeBron's better than Jordan, legitimately. So that, that's a great point that you said we totally take for granted. Or, no, we're not going to get this again. We are not getting this again. People that hate on LeBron take for granted his greatness and his consistency, most importantly. Because like you said, he's he's been at this level for what feels like forever now, you know? He uh, said tonight after – he said tonight he thinks he has a lot of years left. Um, dude, that's my question to you. How many more years at this level do you think he plays and how many more championships – do you think he wins with Anthony Davis uh, by his side? Uh, I think he has two years definitely at this level. Two years definitely. Maybe yeah. three or four, depending on how depending on how he ages and, and if he gets injured or something. Uh, I think they definitely are the favorite for next year. Mm-hmm. Their team will be better next year. Avery Bradley will be back. Uh, they'll probably get rid of Kuzma, thank God. Um, I, I think they have moves to make. I don't know who they bring in. What's up? Kuzma's got one more year on his deal. Yeah, but he's terrible. Yeah, yeah. You think they'll trade him? Away? Oh, definitely. Yeah. He, he's he can't play. Okay, he's so not- good trade bait. My opinion. Before before this, when he first went to the Lakers, I didn't know if he could uh, match Jordan titles. But now after this year, uh, com- completely depending on the landscape of the league, like um, depending on what the Warriors do. Depending on like if if the no stop stop Warriors are not going to be what they were and this is the worst thing if the Warriors are in there you know they're going to be competitive who is going to guard Davis what are they going to do they can't guard Davis what are they going to do the well, Warriors are going to have the, I have, I think they have the potential to to make some moves but I mean and also we haven't seen the Nets play at all I mean I know you probably don't believe in them but. I mean, I'm saying depending on the landscape of the league, I could see him matching six titles. You know, I could, I could. I agree. But if you're bringing in those other things like the Nets and the Warriors, Warriors are a non-factor. They're going to be the six seed next year, maybe the five seed. They are not going to be a great team anymore. Uh, they were going in the wrong direction when they lost, when the 72 and nine team or whatever, that or 73 and nine team, that team was so good, but they lost to the Cavs. And if they would have ran it back with the same team, they would have lost to the Cavs the next year. They needed KD. KD left. Curry's on the wrong side of 30. Clay's on the wrong side of 30, both coming off of injuries. That draft pick is worthless because there's not a good draft class this year. They don't have any good bigs. So screw them. They're they're not okay, going to be good. Okay, I, I get that. Stop wrong, any, stop wrong, any. Side 30, wrong side of 30. LeBron's. I don't care. LeBron's a cheat code. It's same with Brady. Brady's on the wrong side of 40, but he's still great. It doesn't matter. Yeah. I'm t- I, there's two cheat codes and then the rest are, let's prove it. Okay. Let's see Curry do what yeah. he did before, okay, before his hand. And then the Nets, sure. Katie's coming off an Achilles tear. There's been zero players that have ever came back and returned to norm off the Achilles. Now I, I think Katie can be an exception to the rule because Katie is one of the greatest basketball players ever, but we'll see. And I do not like Kyrie. So I do not think the Nets will be a big factor personally. Now I might be wrong, but I would love to have the Nets play the, play the Lakers in the finals next year. That'd be great. 
That'd be cool. Yeah, it would be, it awesome. would be a sweep. Yeah. It'd, be an easy, it'd be an easy sweep. Like they well, have, they don't have anybody that can defend AD or LeBron. And my point is, your your question was, how many do I think they can win? I think they run it back next year. I think they're almost they will be the massive favorite to win again. And then I, depending on how the next year goes, if they win, I think they would be the favorite to get a three peat. Now I would not predict a three peat because that is very hard to do. Yeah. Uh, the last team to three peat was the Lakers in two thousand. The, I'm rooting for it. The Heat, the Heatles didn't three peat, and the Warriors, the seventy three and nine Warriors with KD and all them, they didn't three peat. So a three peat's not possible to predict. I think three's possible. The problem is LeBron can win six, and people say, still say Jordan's better. People's stakes have been planted. It will not change people's opinion. You either think now he's the best or you don't, and it's it's uh, it's going to be a debate forever. I'm on the right side of history. Because when people go back and watch some of these finals performances that LeBron had compared to Jordan, they're going to say, look who Jordan played against versus LeBron. Look at the game that was played in the 90s versus the 2015s, 2016s. And they're going to say, wow, our grandkids are going to say, who Jordan was playing mailman. He was, Carl Malone, the mailman. And people yeah. will say LeBron was actually playing legitimate athletes because sports <laughs> in the 90s, sports in the 80s, hate to break it to people not as good as today. And I think we have, maybe I'm wrong here. And I, if I'm wrong, then wow, I cannot wait for the next generation. I think we have reached the pinnacle of human athletics and human ability across all sports. And if we get any better than what we're at now, it's going to be insane, which maybe we do. I do not think that happens. That is kind of the, with the cherry on top to the finals that we were, that we're talking about. Uh, I, I was, like I said, a couple minutes ago, I was at a very, very high when they won this championship. Like, I didn't think I'd be this excited because it was a blowout all game. I thought it would have been, I would have been more excited if, you know, they won game five with a buzzer beater. And I, I, we didn't, we didn't do a pot since then. If Markeith Morris hit LeBron, who was wide open for the corner, not corner three, but the, uh, the side three, and you would have heard the best bang Mike Breen has ever called. That would have been the greatest shot in NBA history, a game winning three for the title and the Mamba jerseys. Oh my God. And I, uh, I do not blame Morris or green anymore. I was very mad that night. I was very mad yesterday. I think people that are throwing death threats to Danny green and his fiance or his wife are terrible people and, uh, should not, should, should, uh, I hope that they were reported to law enforcement and shit because, uh, you, these people shouldn't feel like they're allowed to do that. And I'm happy that Danny green played a good game today. He got he got another ring and uh, and I'm happy that the Lakers won. Very happy. Uh, I'm, not a, to to I'm not a Lake. What's up? You want Zach Medina to go to jail? Nah, he wasn't wishing him death. He didn't send <laughs> me death threats. Uh, he didn't like Danny Green. He, he said fuck Danny Green. Yeah, but he didn't wish death. I I just uh, I'm very I'm very stoked for LeBron and Anthony Davis and they are like I said in a few pods ago. The be- I think the best duo ever. And only time will tell if that actually happens. But I think they are the. LeBron is going to be 36 next season. Anthony Davis is going to be 28 and looks like LeBron's still in great shape and in his prime. And until he actually isn't, I believe he will be. So, and Davis is the sky's the limit. Can you, who he, he is the best big man since Tim Duncan to me. And that means, that means I'm going to just, I'm going to say this. I think he is better than KG. I think he's better than Dirk. And that's pretty much the only other two that are in consideration and you could disagree with that. That's fine. I would say, look at the stats, look at the all NBA teams, look at the all-star appearances. They all have the same number of rings. Now 
Uh, and I mean, Dirk's 2011 finals against the Heat, right? That, that's the, that's the out, out, outlander. Big man for this, this game right now. And then, yeah. yeah. And he is, he's so good. I'm happy that I was so scared last game when he, when he came down on his heel and I, and he started touching that. Cause that's the same thing KD did. And I thought it was an Achilles and I'm so happy that it was a heel, heel bruise. And, uh, I, like ecstatic that it was not in Achilles because if it was, he would be out next season too. So uh, no, I, 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 I've said this all like for a long time, Anthony Davis is like in our group message. I probably not the current one, but what we had, I loved Anthony Davis. I think he's so fun to watch. He's one of the actual stars of the league that can get 50 points any night um, who doesn't get watched enough. And I'm so happy they got him. That was my dream teammate for LeBron was Anthony Davis. And yeah. the fact that we got it and the first year they played together they uh they won the, the they won the title it's beautiful poetic and uh and i will not forget the bubble the bubble was the most successful thing that i could think of in modern sports so with that being said we shall move on we shall persist um what is Good our stuff. next what yeah. is our next topic bed aches bad bets honestly i just put this in here cuz i'm down a lot of money uh i <laughs> Remember a few weeks ago, I said I blacklisted Doug Marone and the Jaguars. I didn't. No, you didn't. And I didn't bet them to win or do anything. I bet them to not lose by three scores. 15 and a half, I got them in a tease. Guess how much they lost by? 16. 16 points. Oh. 16 points. Vegas, man, they're just amazing. Lost me a, well, it's not even, the, the line wasn't that. Like, I teased it up 10 points. Oh, you teased it. <laughs> Yeah, and uh, they screwed me. The Bucks. I mean, I won my teases with the Bucks in them, but I bet a whole bunch of props on Brady. I bet a whole bunch. Of, I bet a hundred bucks on the line. They lost. They shouldn't have lost. We're gonna talk about that in a sec. And then the Chiefs. You know, we're gonna. I put a lot of money on the Chiefs. They just had a win. They lose to the Raiders. I remember saying this. I don't think it was on podcast. It might have been on the podcast. Do you trust Derek Carr to come back down two scores? We all said no. He never had to. They were, to. Up, yeah. they were, they were either tied or up two scores. I mean, uh, we're going to talk about that later. I just wanted to add that. Did anybody else have any bad bets? Yeah, okay, here. So I just started this weekend, right? Like, you know, seriously on my own. And the first bet that I made that I was – Training wheels are off. Huh? The training wheels are off. The training wheels are that off. The man's right? going. He's in the Tour We're de France. We're downhill. We're aerodynamic and everything. Okay. So, but anyway, so uh, first bet that I made, most confident bet of the day, I said Niners and Seahawks locks. Um, I actually, <laughs> actually teased it. I actually teased it. Uh, it was like a, a six-point tease, I think. Um, so it was uh, Seahawks half point to win, which they did. Niners one and a half. Uh Actually, yeah, Niners one and a half to win. Anyways, the Niners got freaking blown out. And I was just like, wow, okay. Now my my uh, lesson from that, never never max bet on anything. Because you're, okay. you might just screw yourself sideways. Now, so, everybody listening to this, if you're a gambler, I hope you are a gambler. It's a beautiful world we live in. Don't listen to that advice. You have a bad week. You come back the next week. You do it again. You have a bad hey, week, bad week. I might finish again. the week up. I just want to say I might finish the week up, but that was my first bet, and it went right away. I'm going to tell you the truth, everybody listening. I lost a ton of money this week. 
I told my girlfriend she's not getting a Christmas present. So uh, we're going to see if I can win that money back, though, next week. It's called Bouncing Back. I already am looking at the lines next week. I'm already looking at things. I'm thinking. (laughs) I have parlays and teases and and, then props that are are going around in the heads. The wheels are spinning. I'm back next week. Um, Do you have any – you had a good – Steven, tell us your 17 parlay. (laughs) Yeah, guys, I hit a – I had a 17 parlay. We got Steelers, Cardinals minus seven, Texans, Rams, Baltimore, Dallas, Seattle. Don't know how I picked all those, and I didn't. You I didn't throw the Chiefs in there. Yeah, and then Dramas. What the hell? Dramas. I threw. I threw the Panthers in some bets. I did a lot of minus. Like I was doing a lot of lines and overs as my parlays instead of straight up money lines, and I, that made me a lot more money this week. We yeah, might have to have. I haven't lost. I haven't lost money yet. One week. Congratulations, Steve. Honestly, go to hell. Okay. Can we have a Steve Stradamus segment, please? We're going to have to have one. We'll do that on Thursday. Yeah. We'll do that on Thursday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Give us your 17 parlay. You're yeah. going to make everybody bet on that, and it's going to go awful. And I'm going to put 100 bucks on it. How about that? <laughs> if it loses, I'm coming after your kneecaps. Okay. <laughs> For a 17 parlay. Yeah, sometimes you got to get kneecap. Okay. This is going to be quick. I just had to say something about the officiating across sports. It's disgusting disgusting that game five I, now i'm not as mad because the lakers won the finals tonight but that game five jimmy butler drove to the hoop davis went straight up foul called lebron drives down the lane charge uh like the oh when lebron ran and then passed it out they could have called foul i mean what the hell the refs and then oh my god don't even let me get started about the bucks bears game what was i watching there was a third down nick Foles drops back gets sacked guy rough in the passer he got penalized for playing football and it's happening time and time again and i'm sick of it and today today the chiefs uh were didn't get a good call one good call Brittany matthews patrick mahomes's fiance said great job refs you're doing a great job um does she know that her fiance gets every call in the book Every week, yeah. is, she, is she aware of that? There's a whole bunch of replies to that tweet about the Patriots games. Remember when Mahomes got sacked last week or got strip sacked and they stopped the play dead on a, on a, on a fumble six or a pick six, whatever it would have been, but they said forward progress has been stopped so they don't call it. Do they remember the year before where the Patriots would have won the game, but they called Nikhil Harry out of bounds and the Patriots didn't have a challenge. So Nikhil Harry didn't score, and then they didn't get a touchdown, so they lost the game, which made them lose the bye week, which made them lose to the Titans in the first round. I mean, let's just let's just be real here. She can't, no room to complain. The team, they get all the calls. I can't stand officiating anymore in pro sports. It makes it hard to watch because I'm always looking. I'm betting money. Real money is into this. And when refs <laughs> screw me, what is going – do they have money in this? They have to be betting. Your take, Benny. What's her name? I want to look up this uh, tweet. It's uh, Brittany Matthews. Brittany Matthews. Okay, I'll look it up in a little bit. Um, no, but I just I don't know. Here's the thing. I think that uh, with officiating, I mean, you can complain all you want. Yeah, blah blah blah. But I think that uh, over time, it all evens itself out. You know? Does it? Does it really? Yeah, it does because because they're playing. They're playing. Would Saints fans agree with you? And I hate the Saints. I love when they get screwed. But think about that Rams non non yeah, pass okay, interference. Okay, yeah. Here, but here's your argument: Don't be in that situation to begin with. You know. Sure, sure. But there's that, like, my anti argument. We're saying that same stuff. Here's ah, the thing. Well, uh, I didn't bet on that game. 
If I bet the Saints that game and that doesn't get called, I am I am gonna I'm gonna fly some. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. You'd be pissed. pissed. Benny's victim shaming right now. That's just sports. That's sports, dude. Like you uh here's the thing. Lock it down, buckle it up. I don't know what I don't know what your uh final point is here, but I completely my final point is this. I completely believe there should not be like robot officials, you know, that that shit is you don't want to take away American jobs. I respect you. No, yeah, I don't want to take away American jobs. <laughs> but also, I mean, there, there's a human aspect in uh, in games and officiating where, uh, you know, it's objective. You can't – like baseball especially, okay? I, I, I saw a video. So they, they're trying to do this, like the sensor robot umpire, right? You throw a curveball at the bottom of the zone that nicks the strike zone, but it bounces. Okay, one sec. Benny's baseball corner is coming up next. We can talk about that in a sec. Right. I would say this about robot umps, uh, way better on balls and strikes. Expand the strike zone by like two inches each way. Robot umps don't have Nobody any back. Hit. Nobody could hit. I'm telling you that. Oh, when I see a ball, when I see something like this, I get so pissed. I'm like, that's not a strike. Everybody yeah. sees this too. Don't put the box up though on the TV then. No. Don't give me the strike zone. Uh, I'll, don't give me the strike Benny's zone box. Okay. I'll talk about it in Benny's baseball corner. I'm 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 very passionate about that because I'm a catcher. Okay. Yeah. Well, guess what? You've been screwed a lot out of umpires, I'm sure. But umps, I'm not even talking about umps. I don't care about baseball except for Benny's baseball corner, of course. I am talking about NFL refs and I'm talking about NBA refs. Buckle it up. Get better at your job. Do not call shit one-sided. Either let teams play, or call tic-tac fouls on each end. Do not do this. And basketball's over. If it wouldn't have ended tonight, I would have been way more passionate about what happened in basketball. But in football, especially, if you're calling holding on one side but not the other side when every team holds, you're doing a bad job. When yeah, you're calling, play. when you're calling ticky tack pi penalties on one side but not the other when everybody makes contact, you're doing a bad job. It is not hard to be a good official in the NFL. You are getting paid so much money to make these calls that impact so much money. It's not just that they're impacting the players. They're impacting gamblers and stuff. And I'm not saying, hey, woe is me. I'm not saying that. I'm simply saying that there is millions, in, if not if not hundreds of millions or tens of millions of dollars every week in play line of these officials calling games badly. And that's what that, – it comes with gambling. I understand that. I'm just saying they need to be better. They cannot be this bad continuously. They get – Hundreds of thousands of dollars to be NFL officials. The pressure is, is huge. I'm not disagreeing with that. I'm saying call it the same way each way. You're either going to have more penalties or less. I'd prefer less, but only call egregious shit. They don't do that, though. They call ticky-tack fouls on random teams at random situations and don't do it on the other side. So that is my my Sterling's bitching corner because I, I am very pissed about some some officiating, especially in that Bears-Bucks game. And I've drank a little too much to where I can not remember the calls exactly, but I remember watching it. Broke my remote again. Taped it up, broke it off. Slammed it, drunk spiked it. And uh, I remember it was not because Nick Foles, although I hate that man. It was because of uh, a referee call. Don't remember the call, though. I was also very turned on. So... For what it's worth, I don't know. Maybe I'm overreacting, but I I watch I, I can't watch games anymore without without just looking at the refs and saying what the hell's going on out there, what the hell's going on. So, we'll see okay, on Sterling's bitching bungalow. Okay, well. Oh, I like that one, Benny. That's good. That's that a good, good one. Okay, now without further ado, 
Benny's Baseball Corner. Yeah. All right. Hey. Let's hear it, Benny. One sec. One sec before you go. I'm going to let you unleash. I'm going to let you unleash. The NLCS is the Dodgers versus the Braves. Two for two. All right. The ALCS is the Astros versus the Raves. One for two. The Yankees uh, embarrassingly lost last game. After mm-hmm. game, I'm gonna do this real quick before you do Benny's baseball corner. Game two, the Yankees started an opener because the analytics nerds told them to. I usually agree with analytics, but don't start an opener if you're the Yankees and you have a good starting staff. Good job, Aaron Boone. Good job. Uh, mm-hmm. Let's hear it, Benny. What you got? All right. Hey, let me say MLB. You had me in the first half. Okay. okay. I'm picking the powerhouses. You know, Yankees, Dodgers. Uh, you know, Dodgers, Braves. They're still in there. I moved the Astros into my top four. You know, they're still, they're in there now, but you had me in the first half. You know, I played for you a couple of years and you were paying me peanuts. I'm done with this bullshit. All right. I'm picking the small market team, Cinderella story, even though they're the best, best record in the AL. Hey, you still never expect small market team to win at all. Okay. And now I'm rooting for the Rays. Okay. Give me the Rays. Bold pick, you know, they're they're up 1-0. Did you know they played a game tonight during Sunday Night Football and during the NBA Finals? Were you aware? I did not know that. I did not know that, actually. <laughs> game one was played already. They're up 1-0. They won, I think, 2-1. Congrats but let me say, hey, that's that's my pick now. I'm going with the Rays. I'm, I'm going to be rooting for them. Who's going to be the MVP of that series? I'll watch the World Series when it starts, you know. MVP of that Rays-Houston series. Uh, MVP? Jeez, you want a... Uh... You, you've done it every series so far. Best player. Ah, okay. Uh, so honestly, I I don't know I don't know the starting rotation, but if anybody if anybody out of Blake Snell, Glasnow, and Morton gets two starts, them, because I like those three guys. Let me tell you what, Glasnow is a beast. I would never want to face him, okay? Because he's a a, a super tall righty, reaches out, throws a freaking a cutting fastball that. It, I wouldn't want to catch it, honestly. I wouldn't want to catch it. I wouldn't want to hit it. I actually have the Rays general manager listen to this podcast, and I was going to send this to him and say, hey, okay, sign Benny next year. You're going to be right. Honestly, no, no. Hey, honestly. Glass now's catcher. I can get a hit. I can get a hit against Blake Snell or Charlie Morton. But Glass Snow, uh, if he's starting, I'm probably going 0 for 4. Just How so. many hits am I getting against him? 1,000 at-bats. 1,000 at, a thousand at-bats, you? Five. Zero. Five for a thousand? I'll take it. Yeah, that's like what point zero zero two. Two for five. Two about two two point five for five hundred. We if we break it down, not good. One every two hundred. I'll take it. I'll go one for two hundred against them. Actually, probably yeah, five maybe maybe yeah. I don't know. Thank you, thank you. Okay, cool. So you're picking one of the people in the rotation. No solid answer. Just one of the people in the rotation. If the series goes long, they're all going to start two games. But uh, okay, moving on. We got the we got the NLCS. That's going long, baby. The Rays. The ALCS has not started yet. It starts tomorrow. It is the Dodgers who are coming off. I don't think they've lost a game in the playoffs against the Braves. Yeah. They've played very easy teams. The Reds and the Marlins, for what it's worth. Yeah. Okay. Um, well, I still think the Dodgers are going to get to the World Series. Um, are you ready to make them a lock? Are they going to win the World Series? Are they going to win the World Series? No, I, I, I mean, from the beginning, I said they'd make it the World Series and they'd, ch- they'd choke. 
And, oh, so and you're picking. You are now. Get this on record. I am you're now officially picking. picking the Rays or the Heat or the Astros, whichever team wins that series. Yeah, yeah. Okay, here's the thing. What's the thing? You said they're going to choke in the World Series. So are you officially the saying they're going to lose the, the World thing. Series? Here's the thing. The Dodgers, they're going to win the NLCS. The Rays are going to win the ALCS. You know, I would be a smart man to pick the Dodgers. If I was putting money on anything, I would pick the Dodgers. You but can do that now. I want the Rays to win, and so I'm going to pick them. Okay. That's my pick. World Series pick. Who's your Dodgers, MVP Rays, of the Rays? Rays and seven. I want to see your MVP that. of the NLCS. NLCS MVP. Give me. Give me. I'm gonna say Glassnow just because I just no the no the the NLCS. Oh, oh, my bad. Oh, oh, my bad. NLCS. But we got his ALCS <laughs> pick now, fellas. Everybody. He sent one of those pitchers. He picked Glass now. Okay, so that's your ALCS MVP. Who's your NLCS? Mookie. Mookie. Yeah, Mookie. Okay, I like that. I actually agree with that one. Um, to, in total, Benny, how much baseball have you watched this postseason? Minutes total. Um, minutes total. Oh boy. Uh, or hours. Honestly, have you, wa- have you watched the game? It's under an hour. It's under an hour. Be honest. I can't disrespect that. I've been probably around an hour. And, and me, me and Sterling have talked about this to anybody who's listening. I know a lot about baseball, but I'm, I haven't been interested in that MLB. He's entirely golfs now. I'm kind of boycotting in, in, unless golfer. I get signed or something. Literally, when Benny told me I retired from professional baseball, I said, Benny, how much money have you made from this sport? He said millions, if not billions, actually. And I said, Benny, you know what? Congratulations. I'll see you. I'll see you at the I'll see you at the T box. 1 p.m. We've been golfing ever since. I'm re- I'm almost retired too, actually. So, anyways, with that being said, that is another edition of Benny's baseball corner. Electric factory. What if that just played for two hours? <laughs> <laughs> and with that being said, we got the dance moves. Yeah, I about did. With that being said, we are going to take a quick break and then we will discuss all things NFL week five. You know, usually I do these ads just impromptu. This is another one of those times. So while we're taking the break before we talk about the NBA, I just like to say Coors Light. Thank you for keeping my hand steady as I watched that Lakers game and as I made a couple of in-game bets. Now, as you know, I lost a lot of money this week, but my Coors Light saved me just a little bit. Kept me in my sanity, kept me going good, won me a little bit of money. So Coors Light, thank you. I might not leave you if you don't sponsor this podcast, but please sponsor the pod. This podcast is unofficially sponsored by Coors Light, the best in the game. And we are back from a long break, longer than usual. So we have not too much to talk about in football this today. Actually, you know, today was actually a really good day, except for my bets, as we already talked about. It was, uh, I didn't care about the bets. I'm going to tell you the truth because the Lakers won the finals. So I I lost a lot of money. It's whatever. Uh, Not, not whatever, but it's, it's upsetting, but I'm not mad about it, which is luck, which is, you know, if anybody knows me, I am very angry when I lose my bets, except for today. So as long as good things happen outside of me losing money, I'm okay with losing some money. So as is tradition, we usually talk about Sunday Night Football first, but I think the biggest storyline from today, that Sunday Night Football game was really good, but uh, we're going to talk about that in a sec. I think the biggest storyline today was Dak Prescott uh, injuring his ankle. 
it looks like he is out for the season. I think it was already announced that he was on pace. He was on pace for, you know, 6,500 yards and uh, he wouldn't have got there, but he was having such a good season and it really sucks and injuries really suck. And uh, what are you doing, Benny? Oh, the money. Money. Yeah. I mean, I, people, people are saying that this is going to affect the con. I don't think it does at all. He is going to get paid. Uh, Jerry Jones, so. if he wants to show that he really actually likes Dak and not do as a performative hug in the booth, he should give him the contract tomorrow. The baseline should be Deshaun Watson. It should probably be more than Deshaun Watson because he's a better quarterback than Deshaun Watson, but that should be the baseline to where negotiations start. And I would offer that when tonight, when Dak gets out of surgery, I would have a piece of paper. I'd have it put into, his, to, into the hospital room and say, here you go. Whoa. Do you want this? Let's negotiate. Let's get this done while you're recovering good faith. He, he's a great quarterback. He's propelled to yeah. another level out of last season and this injury sucks. And I, I and where, where the Cowboys are going to be, they weren't a good team because the defense sucks, but Dak, I mean, it's hard to say, well, you know, they're, they're one in one and four or one in three, but uh, truthfully, the only reason they're not owing for and not getting blown out in all these games is because of Dak. Yeah. And that's such a good season. And it's unfortunate. And when that injury happened, I, my first thought was, oh, his shoe slipped off, right? Like, I think that's what a lot of people thought, like, oh, his shoe's off. And then he, he's, it's sad because you see, he looks so calf. good. Huh? He's like grabbing his calf. Like, yeah, yeah, it looked, it looked like he looked confused, yeah. right? When he was looking at it. And when obviously then he's like, was calling for people and you, you just yeah. saw it, it was turned, it was an acute angle and it's, uh, yeah. and it sucks. And so he's going to be back. He'll be great. That's terrible news for them. I think they still actually go with the division without them because uh, I do think – I don't know why I think that. I'm probably an idiot to think that because their team sucks. I, I just agree. I just think they're still more talented than every other team in that division. That division mm-hmm. shouldn't should be abolished, to be to be honest. But uh, it's it's uh, it's sad. I mean, I, I really like Dak. I, I used to be a, 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 not a Dak non-truther, but now I'm a Dak truther. I think he's an extremely talented quarterback. And uh, there was a tweet I retweeted that I think – one of you retweeted or Brandon retweeted where it was like, never hate on a player for holding out or for wanting to get the contract done. Yeah. I don't think it will affect that. Da- da- I retweeted that. But, yeah. but it affects so many players that hold out or that get franchise tagged. And never like this, nothing's promised in sports or in life, but in sports, especially when the career is so short and people, people will be like, they make millions anyways. I don't shut up, become good at sports. If you want to yeah. make millions in this sport, yeah, yeah, do do it, do it then, do it. If if they don't earn that money, yeah. So Dak Dak is uh he'll be back, and I'm excited for the recovery. I think I, I there was a he, his brother tweeted out a picture of him. He looked like he was in good spirits, high on morphine. Let's, high, yeah. let's, get, <laughs> let's get back into that. I I actually really respect Dak. I think his, his him being open with mental illness as a quarterback in the in the NFL is is something to be admired. I yeah. think his story and his mom dying of cancer in like 2013 and his brother killing himself in April. Uh, he has a he has a crazy story that is uh it's to be admired. Wow. I really I really think Dak is a good person. And so oh yeah, um that's the worst story of today, and I I think it'll end up being okay in the long run. And I'm talking years down the road, but yeah, I just wanted to say that, uh, Dak Prescott, you're welcome on the pod anytime. You're going to have some free time. You want to come on sports with Sterling. I will, I will, I will cover you in love. I I really respect the the game out out of Dak. And, uh, he's been playing, he's been balling at a level. I think only Wilson really has been and Josh Allen this year. So, uh, it's unfortunate 
football injuries happen, but I just wanted to get that out of the way. Do, do either of you have anything you'd like to say about yeah. that? Can I say something before we move on? Yeah. Yeah, I, I agree uh, with everything you said. His story, it's, uh, it's amazing. It's, a admire, it's admirable. Um, how can you not – I mean, how can you root against this guy, honestly, you know? Like, just with everything that he's been through um, and, you know, being somebody underrated coming into the league, you know, and, and really only getting the chance because of an injury and taking advantage of it. Nobody suspected him to be as good of a player as he is, you know? No, um, nobody expected him to be a starter. They were like, Tony got hurt, the season's over, and exactly. he kept the job. Great. He was right in the preseason before he was even named the starter because of Tony Roma's injury. Exactly. But – yeah, how can you root against a guy? Also, one thing that kind of like, um, you know, I just thought about was it's kind of, uh, it's crazy that a similar injury happened to Alex Smith and Alex Smith came back today and played in the game. Although Alex Smith had like additional complications with an infection and, you know, potentially life-threatening uh, things. I think it's kind of, uh, I don't know, it's just a, it's a weird coincidence that Alex Smith comes back today and, and Dak goes out today with a, a compound fracture, you know, lower leg compound fracture. Um, I, I would say this. You're right. It's a coincidence. I would say that Alex Smith's leg injury was far worse than Dak. Dak's going to be back in the NFL. Alex well, Smith well, here's, here, here's why Alex Smith's injury was so much worse was because of the infection that he got. And he broke both bones in his leg, the tibia and fibia. True. I mean, True. that's worse than an ankle. But it's still, it's still, no, Dak, no, Dak. Dak's bone came out of his skin. Oh, yeah, a compound fracture. Those are compound honestly, fracture. if that happens to me, I'm passing out. I would, yeah, I would, I would pass real. out. Okay. Same. So, uh, I, I, I mean, honestly, some it didn't choke me up. I, I didn't cry about it, but it was, it was pretty emotional. Is when Jason Garrett came over to him and checked on him because yeah. I was his coach, and I, it, Jason Garrett's a very personable person. I, I shit on Jason Garrett. I think he's a bad coach, but he seems like a genuinely nice and decent yeah. human being that actually cares about the players he coaches. And that was pretty touching because uh, he does like Dak definitely. And, uh, yeah. and I mean, yeah, exactly. Before the game too. And uh, so, yeah, it sucks. And they, they, he'll be, he'll be, he'll be back and pay the guy, pay the man, pay the man. Oh. Don't do a performative cares. hug in the booth. Everybody was upset in the booth. Go give him the long-term contract and prove that you actually want him to be the guy and not yep. bullshit about a couple of million of dollars when you're worth a billion and you have done so many big contracts before. So that's my point about that. Steven, you have any words on Dak or are you good? You guys kind of talked about Dak a lot, but uh, I think Andy Dalton actually looks really good. He's throwing Red some rifle. bombs. Yeah, he, I think he'll do good. I was, I mean, I was saying, I think in our group chat, that he would play really good if we ever got the chance. And unfortunately he got the chance, but. I think they'll still win the division. I think Andy Dolan's still better than any other quarterback in that division. Wentz? Wentz has looked really He's better good. than Wentz. He's way better than Wentz. Way better, I don't know, but Wentz has looked bad. And I would say this about Dalton. Dalton is probably, outside of my love and affection for Stidham, I'm just kidding, but <laughs> he is probably the best backup in football. Yeah. Maybe Foles before the season started, you know, yeah. I mean, you could, you could give it to him, but I, I think Dalton is Dalton is a, is a very competent backup. And I forgot he was the backup, which is, uh, I, I, I think they will be not great, but they will be, they will be poised to probably win this division and they'll win right. eight and eight. Right. I mean, this division sucks. So, um, okay. Yeah. We'll talk about, they won the game today, by the way, too. So 
let that be known. They are two and three now, and that division is still a dumpster fire. They're winning the division at two and three by I think two a game and a half, so uh, or something like that. Uh, so okay, Sunday night football took place a couple hours ago. Now we're recording this a little later than normal. I've been celebrating. Benny's doing do, doing a test, and Stephen has been living life. Uh, it's his birthday. Happy birthday, Stephen! And uh, anyway, Sunday night football happened. Another nail biter with the Seahawks. That do the Seahawks ever play a normal game? They're the new Phillip Rivers down down to, down a field goal or a score with the ball, except they actually get it done. Russell Wilson's amazing, per usual. Uh, I don't really have much comments on this game. I think Dalvin Cook getting hurt in the third quarter was the was the you know the catalyst to bring the Seahawks back into it. Uh, although I think the game was going to be close regardless, I just think that's how the Seahawks play football. They come back in the second half. I think if they have uh, if they have Dalvin Cook on that fourth and one. He probably gets it because there was a clear hole, but I don't want to do hind. You know, that's that's just putting random random things into existence. So, congrats to the Seahawks five and zero. Uh, they are looking like they're in the or they are in the driver's seat of the NFC West, which is uh, something that I didn't think a lot of people thought would be happening. Like you thought they'd make the playoffs. People thought they'd make the playoffs, but they thought this would be you know come down to the last week. I think they're up two games now, and yeah. And so uh, they look good. They are gonna. They are gonna. Obviously, lose. They're not going sixteen or no, like Ty was saying. It's just not happening. But they are. They are. They are a good team, and they're gonna compete. For, they're gonna compete in every game, and they're gonna be a, a contender. It just. I, I say this every week. They cannot win a championship playing football like this, and uh, maybe they can. But I've said this for the last three years because this is literally how they play football. It's first half sluggish, go down a score or two. Second half come out firing. Game goes close. Fourth quarter, if they have the ball last, they usually win. Which is, yeah. I mean, if I was a Seahawks fan, I would be, uh, I'd be having a heart attack. Uh, the 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 finals last game five, my heart rate is at one fifty eight. The the Patriots versus Chiefs game, it was at you know one forty. No, I'm not exercising. I'm just sitting there. My heart rate is. Uh, I probably shouldn't watch sports for my health. Uh, if I told my doctor this, she would say, no, don't do it. But listen, I'm watching sports. I'm risking my health. If I have a heart attack and die because I watch sports, that's that's the way I want to go out. Um, that's a real football fan. Yeah, I mean, that, that's the best way to go out. So anyways, uh, I don't have too much to say about this game. I really didn't watch this that much. Sh- uh, sin for me, but I was watching the finals. I did watch, I mean, it had. I had it on a screen. I think that uh, that final drive by, okay, the biggest point of this game was the fourth down and going for it. I don't want to hear people say that's a bad call. It's not a bad call. You end the game if you get the first down. If you kick the field goal, you go up eight, and then the Seahawks can drive and and score and do what they did. Now, the Seahawks didn't get their two-point conversion, which is why people will be all, well, you should have kicked the field goal, go up eight. They might not get the two-point. Fine. That's a good argument. They're a one-and-three team. Put the game away. You're on fourth and one on their side. You've been running the ball successfully all night. Get the first down, end the game. And Madison had a hole. He missed it. He got jammed. It happens. I don't blame Zimmer for being aggressive. I prefer aggressiveness over conservatism when it comes to football, just because uh, too many coaches play so conservatively and it bites them in the ass every time. And I mean, there is the argument if they go up eight, they win, they're, they're guaranteed overtime. Do you think the Vikings are winning in overtime? No, no nope. nobody does. Nobody does. They, if Russell Wilson scores, they get the two point conversion. It goes to overtime. There is a, uh, an exact zero number of people that say Kirk Cousins is going to win this game. So yeah. I don't want to hear that. Go for the win. Unfortunately, it didn't work out. 
the Vikings are a better than a one and four than their one and four record says. Uh, Dalvin Cook getting hurt screwed them. So I've talked way too much about a game I didn't watch much of. So Benny yeah. and Steven, yeah, take it from here. So uh, I didn't get to watch the fourth quarter. I was really upset about that because I did have a, a test for. Well, uh, we shouldn't we shouldn't talk very much about this game then. If you don't no, watch no, a fourth no, quarter, no. I, no, I have a couple points. Everything I did see like in the first three quarters, um, the first half was just horrible. Um, they had like one passing first down. Um, it it really scares me because this has been the pa- the past couple of years for the Seahawks. Yeah, like you said, starting slow and making up some ground in the second half. But to your point, you're exactly right. You can't you can't win like that in the playoffs. You know, and and the reason why I was really uh, you know hopeful after these last four weeks is because they they've come out sharp. You know. And, and I don't know what it is. It, it was just a weird game to watch because I was like, going into it, I was pumped up. I was like, this is a primetime game. Russell Wilson uh, is going to have a great game and help his uh, MVP uh, candidacy. But none of that happened in the first half. And I was just like, what the hell? Like, this is so weird. There's no fans. It's just a very weird uh, situation. And I'm scared now about the Seahawks. They, they did help. He helped his MVP case. He helped his MVP case by the game-winning drive, which is what people will remember. Um, And he played fine. I mean, he played – like, his stats look good. But the truth is uh, the defense, their lack – they have nobody. Like, they're deep – they get gashed by the pass. They get gashed by the run. It's just a sieve-type defense that – I've been here with the Patriots in 2011 – and I was younger then, so I'm, I'm not going to act like I was like a, a like I analyzed their defense. But they had the 31st ranked defense, and they made the Super Bowl and lost. And I don't think a defense. I don't want to quote this, but I don't think a defense that ranks under the t- under 20th probably has ever won a Super Bowl or won one in recent memory. And the Seahawks are going to have a 20 to 32nd ranked defense just by what they're giving up. And I have a question here that I like to pose to both of you: Is it time to fire Ken Norton Jr.? The DC is it his fault or is it uh, is it the is it the that they don't have players that are that are good point. I don't know. Good point. A little both I think. So they should make a change, but, right? Have Pete call the defense. Yeah, yeah, just switch it up. Uh, I don't think they can switch it up right now. I think but... they've, let, they've let I think they've let a lot of good defensive minds go uh, just because they've moved up. Like uh, I mean, Dan Quinn got fired today. Dan Quinn's on the market. Bring him yeah. back. Maybe. Maybe in some role, Gus Bradley, uh, you know, moved on to a head coaching job. Um, and uh, Chris Richard, right? He's with the uh, Cowboys still. Uh, I don't is- think he is. Uh, let me check. Is, is he not? Uh, I mean, they're doing horribly. Hopefully he's not with them, honestly. But I, I think that uh, – He is uh, He is not on a team. He is not coaching right now. Huh. Okay. Maybe it is time. Maybe, maybe they bring one of those guys back. I don't know. Um, we'll see. I just yeah, this defense worries me. Russell Wilson's playing out of his mind, and I hated on him for way too long. He's a great quarterback, and I will uh, I will not great. slander him anymore. Yeah. Uh, do you have anything you want to say about this, Stephen? Are you good? Uh, no, I just I just don't understand how they play. Like it, it's the same thing it was last year. They're just gonna get smoked in the playoffs again. Yeah. If they I don't care if they're a one seed. Yeah, they're just gonna get smoked by like the Packers or. Oh, one of, the, really one of these games, what will happen is they'll go down. It happened last year against the Packers. I think it was the Packers where they went down 17. Cowboys. And once you go was and the Cowboys the year before, and once you go down 17, you're not always going to come back. 
and fans and and people that really especially against good teams especially yeah especially against good teams and exactly. uh once you go down two scores or three scores it's not easy to claw your way back and the Seahawks do it and credit to Wilson. I don't think many other QBs can. I think Brady can. I think Wilson can. I think Mahomes can. I think uh, Rogers can. And I think that's probably the end of the list. There might be a few others that I'm missing, but it's really hard to do it consistently. Wilson does it, which is a testimony to his greatness. But um, at some point, the luck fall, the luck fades away. And uh, I, I, we're still in week five seasons far from over. Maybe they get their shit together. But it's uh, we're gonna see. So, this is obviously the best offense they've had so far, uh, though. I think their best offense ever. Yeah. Evans and Wilson's at the top of his game. So. Yeah, he looks great. There's no no uh, no debating me with that. Yeah. Okay, the upset of the week, the Raiders. The Raiders. Chiefs. And I'm gonna say this: they beat. They actually blew the brakes off of them. It was an eight point game at the end, but they, that game was uh. There was multiple points for the where the uh, Raiders were up two scores or you know the Chiefs had no answer. I'm gonna say this real quick before the game started. I had the Chiefs in one of my my biggest bet of the day, uh, just to win, not not to win by anything, not to win by their spread, just to win. And they screwed me, but I would remember this morning. I woke up at like 8 a.m. I turned on all the all the football talk, and every single person on. ESPN on NFL Network on CBS. Somebody mentioned the Chiefs have not lost a game since November of last year, and I like said no to way. myself, "I'm fucked. They're <laughs> losing this. They jinxed." And I watch this game, and at the end of the first half, I get a text from somebody who follows some of my betting advice, and he said, "Do you think the Chiefs win?" I said, "Hell yeah, they ain't losing to Derek Carr." And then the second half goes, and then they end up losing to Derek Carr. I have a little thing that I like to say. Patrick Mahomes doesn't look that good this year and he hasn't looked good since week one. He has not looked that good. And in week, week one against the Texans, he looked great week two. Who'd they play in week two? Anybody remember? Was it the chargers? Yeah. Uh, was it the chargers week two? I thought it was chargers week two. Oh God. Now I have to look this up. Now I look like an idiot because I, I've just said Mahomes hasn't been playing good. I need to know who he's played. Okay. The, the stats look good. I'm saying the stats don't paint the whole picture. He has, his peak was his second was his first year starting when he threw 50 touchdowns and they lost to the Patriots in the AFC championship game. That was his best year. He was not better last year when they won the Super Bowl. He actually should have not won that Super Bowl. But then he was he's not he's been bad this year, especially the last uh, three of the last four games. He was great against the Texans. He was not good against the Chargers. He was bad against the Chargers. He was, oh, he was pretty good against the Ravens, but Lamar really threw them out of the game. He was bad against the Patriots. They scored six points against Brian Hoyer, okay, in the first half. And in the second half, more mistakes happened. They got 26. And he was bad this game. And all I hear these refs or these announcers saying is, oh, my God, Patrick Mahomes, who else can make that throw? A lot of QBs can make the throws that he's making right now. Not the one that got flagged for holding where he threw it 70 yards to Tyree kill and double, double coverage and landed it in his arms is un, that's not made by many QBs, but most of the rules he's making can be made. I am out on Patrick Mahomes. How's that sound? Ooh, no that's reaction. A, that's a take. Uh, that's a take. Fraud alert. I'm Ow. not calling him a fraud. I'm saying I'm, okay. I'm not, I'm out on him being the greatest. How about that? Who are you taking? Who are you taking to start your franchise over him right now? Over him right now, Trevor Lawrence. Uh, he's on the NFL right now. Uh, over him right now, uh, Tom Brady. I mean, l- no, let me get two more years of Tom. I just stumped your ass. You're not out on him. 
No, so. okay. If you really want the truth, I would take I would take Russell Wilson over him right now to start a to QB a team. I don't think Wilson's better. I think Mahomes is like our age. Russell Wilson's like ten years older than us. Well, then guess what? I take I take Mahomes. You didn't stump me. I take Trevor yeah, Lawrence. I did. You said you're out. Got him, Joey Burrow. Joey B. Got him. Got him. No, Eat I'm out on Mahomes because you're not, this. Thinking, you're not taking you're Joe not Burrow taking. over Patrick Mahomes. No, I Man. wouldn't. I was joking. But here's the truth. Uh, do I think Mahomes is going to win four Super Bowls? No. And that's the standard he's being held to. He's not winning them. If he wins them, I will chug three duels on this podcast whenever the time is. If we're still doing this podcast, I will. 40s? I'll do no, not 40s. Oh, duels, non alcoholic beers. Those are even worse. I'll well, do 40s. Do, they, Fuck it. I'll do, if, I think if, they do 40s of Mickey. <laughs> okay, here we go. The, if Mahomes wins four Super Bowls, he needs Old three English. Bowls. If he wins three more Super Bowls, I'll chug two 40s, not three. I can't do three. I'll do four locos. You'll chug four, four locos. No, I would die. I would actually be in the hospital. Four, four locos. I'll go to the hospital for Patrick Mahomes. I'm going to say this, though. He has been crowned as the next in line for the GOAT right? Similar to what we've done in basketball with Luca. That is what Mahomes is now. He is going to be the guy that takes over the reins after the old, old heads like yep. Brady and Breeze and Rogers leave. Mahomes is going to be the new Peyton Manning, the new Tom Brady, the new Rogers. He is that guy. I think Lawrence will be in there. I think Wilson is in there, but Wilson's a little older, like you said, uh, and Lamar. And so and I, I'm not trustworthy in Lamar either, but, uh, what I'm saying about Mahomes is we have, I said this earlier on the podcast, not, not today, but like an older podcast, the, the onus was on me to say why I don't think Mahomes will win six Super Bowls, not on the person saying that he's going to win six Super Bowls. He's not winning six. If he does that, I'll do three. Be, How about that? Oh, yeah, um, not, he'll be lucky to win three. He'll be two. lucky to win two. And I, I say that Russell Wilson has won. Uh, Drew Brees has one. Aaron Rodgers has one. Peyton Manning has one, and then he got the second one when he was senile and and literally couldn't throw a pass, and the defense carried him. So he has two. It's hard to win a Super Bowl. It's very, 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 very hard to win two. So uh, he'll win two, I think. I'm not saying he won't, but I'm I'm just I'm just I'm just saying. Can we not crown the crown prince until he actually does something? Uh, consistently, like he did not look good today. Two weeks ago, after they beat the Ravens, there was talk of them going 16 and 0. They were 3 and 0. There's talk of them going 16 and 0. They almost lost to the Chargers. They got played by the Chargers and they all, and they're like 16 and 0. With the r- rookie Justin Herbert. And it's first start. They aren't going 16 and 0. Teams aren't going 16 and 0. It is so hard to do uh, that it's it's probably as hard to go 0 16, honestly. But uh, it's. <laughs> The, the 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 Patrick Mahomes uh, is the goat convo. Good convo, but come on, let's hold off a little bit. He has been not that good this year, comparable to his fifty touchdown year, and then last year's Super Bowl run. He is rusty. It's fine to be rusty, but uh, let's temper our expectations. I'm going to tell you this right now. I'm picking the Bills to beat them next week. Just going to throw that out there. They play the Bills next week. I'm picking Buffalo. Ooh. So. Uh, I will I will do that in our picks. I, I do not – I like this Buffalo team. I do not like this Chiefs team that much. That defense sucks, by the way. And they're going to get worse as Mahomes' contract kicks in because they do not have money to sign anybody else. And that defense will not uh, will not be good. Okay. And I'm not cutting that, Benny. We had to talk Eagles pit briefly. Battle of Pennsylvania. Okay. You, you, you hate blue-collar workers? 
Uh, no, I absolutely support American jobs. I'll tell you that. Okay, well, you, I mean, that Pennsylvania is a heartland. So, uh, in that game, we'll be very quick. That will be very, very quick. Yeah. Pittsburgh won, Eagles lost. Okay, let's move on. Uh, I'm just, I'm just kidding real quick. Uh, <laughs> actually, yeah, let's move on. Okay. So the, Bra- yeah. <laughs> are, are, the are the Browns actually good is the, is the next question I poised or posed. Um, yes. Yes. Right. Oh. We all agree on that. No, I disagree. You don't know the Colts have a great defense and they they destroyed them. How many points Darius Leonard? Darius Leonard wasn't playing though. That's their defense is still good. That's their best player on defense, though. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Oh my god. I'm not a a believer in Baker. I'm not a believer in Baker. Here's the thing. They every guy that he hit today was wide open. Does Darius Leonard change that though? No, but here's the thing. I'm not I'm not a huge believer in the Colts anyways. I'll say this. Because it's, this... it's Phillip Rivers. Come on. he. They the beat... Colts are going to win their division. They beat Phillip Rivers and uh, the Colts without their best defensive player. Okay. Do you guys think the Colts are a contender? No. Until they beat a They're going to win. Ender. They're going to win their division. Okay, cool. They'll win their division, and then they'll play the, the Ravens, which they got blown out by. Well, how about this, Benny? Before... Wait, are the Ravens in their division or no? Yeah, they are. They are. No, they won't win their division then. They're not going to win their division. Oh, no, no. I was talking about the Colts. Oh, okay. Okay, yeah, they also win their division. Okay, whatever. But the Browns... No, no, the Browns aren't winning their division. If the, when the Browns make it to the playoffs as a wild card team, okay. That, that, I, I'll give that. But they'll play a good team, and it, it won't be... I don't even think it'll be a game, honestly. The Browns might win 13 games. Are you looking okay, at... That, that's a hot. Yeah, uh, 12. They might win 12. They, they they're a good team. I you can you can talk the shit you want about them. They've scored this is their last four scores, last four weeks. 35, 34, 49, 32. Good teams or bad teams don't score that many points, just no matter who they play. They're not doing anything in the playoffs, I'll tell you that. First yeah, year. They, yeah, they, they aren't gonna win the Super Bowl. No one's no. saying that. I'm asking if they're a good team. Yeah, <laughs> I don't think uh, there's one Super Bowl champion. That's not the metric, that's not the litmus we're using for if they're a good team. Are the Seahawks a good team if they I don't win the Super Bowl? I think they can win a playoff game. That's my litmus for a good team. No, I think I... they can. I'm going to give you their schedule. It goes Steelers next week. They're going to lose. Maybe. Then, listen to this. Here's where it runs off. Bengals, Raiders, Texans, Eagles, Jags, Titans, and then they finish it up with Ravens, Giants, Jets, Steelers. They can win 12 they're games. Gonna the Ravens they are going to lose to the uh, Steelers twice, and they're going to lose to the Raiders. So eleven and five is what you're saying, or eleven and yeah, ten and six. And you might drop one. Uh, no, okay, well, ten and six gets you in, so they're a good team. Okay, they're gonna make the playoffs, but they're gonna lose their playoff game. That's my take. That's a good team. Yeah, eleven wins is a good team. They could be a bad eleven and five team, but they're still ten and six. If the Seahawks went ten and six and lost the playoff game, you would say they were terrible. Yeah, I would. Exactly. Thank you. <laughs> point exactly. I mean, I don't think I. I also don't think they. I don't think the Seahawks. They're a good team. Okay, well, if you make the playoffs, I think you're a good team unless you're a bad team. Seahawks going 10 and 6 and doing it would say they're a bad team. But uh, that's just because I'm a hypocrite. I'm a hypocrite. What can I say? Like, you can call me a hypocrite. Fine. Fine, I'm a hypocrite. Whatever. Uh, a 10 and 6 Seahawks team making the playoffs is a bad team. A 10 and 6 Browns team making the playoffs is a good team. I'll take that stance. Ooh, yeah, they're outperforming their history. So. I'll take the stance. You know, last time they started 4 and 1, you know who was on their coaching staff? Uh, I don't know. Was Jim Brown running the ball? <laughs> no, it was Bill Belichick and Nick Saban. Okay. Oh wow. So it's come on, Benny. You gotta get on Twitter more. 
Yeah, I t- retweeted that, which is which is actually yeah. cool stuff. Um, okay, back to Eagles Pittsburgh. Uh, Pittsburgh won. Uh, Eagles suck. Okay, on to the next topic. We're gonna talk about. We'll just keep going back to that game. Yeah, we're gonna go back to that a couple times. Uh, Washington played the Rams. Dwayne Haskins has been criminally demoted and is now yeah. not even at the stadium today. I guess he was had a stomach bug, but if he had COVID and they played That's this game, there it is. But uh, they're trying to trade him. It looks like I don't know who will take him and what they'll get for him. They probably it's been it's a disservice but kyle allen sucked he got hurt he got healthy he, he was able to play again but nope ron rivera said i'm going with the man that cannot walk with the with the adelant alex smith that motherfucking his, leg strong as fuck what do you say his family yeah aaron donald aaron donald had four sacks today we're going to talk about that in a sec uh which he's so good uh alex smith's family was in the crowd they're cheering and stuff and scott hansen on a uh, red zone was basically saying that people had tears in their eyes and goosebumps. Did either of you had t- have tears in your eyes or goosebumps? Dude, uh, I was prancing around, holding my own the, leg. The only time I felt emotion, call me a softie for this, but was when they like uh, had the camera on his wife and she was just like biting her nails. I'm like, holy shit. If I was, I mean, if, if that was my family member, I would not want him to be on the field. I'd be like, holy shit. He, is he gonna die? You know, you think his sons were rooting for him to get pulled. No, his son, his son, <laughs> his sons probably don't know the, you know, the dire. You know, they don't they don't know the magnitude of it. The man walks with a limp, and now he's a now he's back at being a quarterback. I, when Aaron Donald was on his back, I was I was screaming. I was literally screaming because I didn't know if he would if he. What did your family say when you were screaming? Were there anybody there? My dad was laughing at me. What did he say? Can you stop? Can you stop screaming? I got stuff to do. No, 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 no. He, <laughs> it's just Alex Smith. Shut up. <laughs> yeah, it's just Alex. I didn't cry when Alex Smith got the first snap. I was like, "What are they doing?" <laughs> okay. I was scared. I didn't cry. Why did Ron Rivera not start him? If Kyle Allen was he- healthy to come back into the game, and then he rode Alex Smith, who did not have the hot hand. You ride the hot hand. Alex Smith did have the opposite of the hot hand. I don't think he scored points. Why do you not bring Kyle Allen back in if he's healthy to play? Why not just start Alex Smith? Don't even do the whole charade of saying Kyle Allen's going to be our guy. Yeah, I, I, I'm confused also. They're I not going to win many more games if they keep Alex Smith out there. He cannot well, they move. Like Haskins, I'm telling you. Yeah, I think they want to lose games to get a high pick and hopefully draft okay. their heir apparent, which I think there's going to be a huge sweepstakes for Trevor Lawrence, a huge sweepstakes. And uh, whoever Thanks. gets that pick is going to have a King's Ransom. We, we won't talk about that today, but I'm going to say um, – Three to four first rounders is what I would do for for Trevor Lawrence if I'm a team. Probably uh, we see teams trading two first rounders for you know Jay, or um, a- uh, Adams or uh, Laramie Tunsil. You're getting your career guy who is yeah. the best prospect since he's probably better than Andrew Luck in terms of what people think in the potential, and uh, since Peyton Manning then, and uh, that guy is a cornerstone of a franchise. Plus, I would, if I'm him, I'm vetoing a whole bunch of places. So I'd say, here, I'm going here. Just trade some first rounds for me. Um, okay. I, my, my point was, is tears weren't in my eyes, but uh, I'm happy Alex Smith was able to play and his leg held up that he should, he should retire. That was uh, I sent the picture of his leg and what was that? It was like a, it was like a, a Frankensteinian contraption on his leg. It was like a bear trap on his leg when he, how many surgeries does he have? Do you, do either of you have that number? Know. Well, so I, I watched the, like, too many. he basically got like a flesh eating uh, infection and they had to remove tissue all the way down to the bone. Um, 
so you could see his bone and and, and they they contemplated amputating his leg because he could have died it was the the fleshing disease is working its way up his leg and honestly if i was if i was him like brandon said i would have hung it up yeah i i honestly might have requested my leg be amputated honestly if you see those pictures there's groups things like that why not i mean take the leg (laughs) just take it i don't need it anymore they were contemplating amputating his leg i'm telling you the the truth and i i people people that listen to this podcast are gonna laugh at that statement that you said no i would have looked at my leg and and seen that it was eating a flesh-eating disease down to the bone infected and i would have been like oh shit Okay, so he had 17 surgeries on his leg. 17. Yes. Uh, I probably would not have said, "Doctor, take my leg." I'd want my leg to be saved. But I understand your. I understand the rationale behind that. Yeah. I wouldn't look at my leg though. I'd keep a blanket over it or something. I would keep my eyes away from the <laughs> from it. I would not look at it because yeah. if I Damn. saw it, I'd probably, I'd probably be like, "Doc, take the leg too." But uh, yeah. truthfully. I did not get goosebumps or cry. That was my question. My question was not, would you have amputated your leg? It was, did you get goosebumps and cry at Alex Smith starting? But nice to know that, nice to know you're a quitter, okay? I'm not a quitter. You, I, just, you just said you'd ask for the doctor. Give up on the to, first sign of pain. First sign of pain. Oh, Vinny stubs up. his toe. He takes, he takes a hatchet to the toe. Do you, have, do you have all your toes, Vinny? I do. Okay. Well, if you stub your toe, don't don't. Shout out, shout out, Trey. Oh, wow. That's disrespectful. Okay. I love that guy. We have a few. Yeah, okay. Well, we have a few more. We have a few more uh, topics that we're going to cover real quick. Um, the Falcons dropped to 0 and 5. They fired Dan Quinn and their GM about time. I don't have much else to say except that they suck. And the Panthers are sneaky good. Matt Rule. We I said that I said this last week. Matt Rule has done a good job with that team, especially without CMC. And that gets me into the point. How many valuable running backs are there in the NFL? You can count them on one hand, right? I'd say one finger. Kamara, or Zeke, McCaffrey, Dalvin Cook. I think Dalvin Cook's uh, valuable. Okay, I'll give it. I'd say more than one finger. I'd say Dalvin Cook is number two. Kamara is number one. I don't think any other running back actually holds any value. Really, what, McCaffrey? What, no, what Mike Davis? Is, Mike Davis is doing they better caught. than, huh? Those are the five: Kamara, McCaffrey, Saquon. Uh, Cook and who was the other guy I said? Zeke. Zeke, exactly. Those are the five for me. Well, I would probably I think... say four. Take away Saquon. Okay, get out of here. What about Derrick Henry? He's uh, good, but he's he's valuable. He's valuable uh, currently, but I don't think that his uh, his style of play is sustainable uh, for multiple years. Maybe not. Yeah, but Zeke. Okay. Zeke can play for years and years. Yeah. Here's the thing. Zeke's contract to the to what he's doing on the field is not worth it, and I would say same with same with McCaffrey. Zeke needs to lose some weight. Okay, well now you're now you're fat shaming. Now we get into victim shame. You cut off the limb. Victim shame and fat shame. He's not gonna be able to be a a boulder. How many amputees would give would give a lot for their limb back? Okay, you you said you take the leg off, and then you then you're fat shaming (laughs) Zeke. What's wrong with you, Benny? No, for for real, for <laughs> for real though. You're an ableist, dude. You're yeah, an ableist. What the hell's wrong with you? No, for real though, Benny. All, all jokes aside, I, I what I'm saying is we're ta- we have to look at the full context. The money they're getting, the replacement level, 
of who's replaced them in injury. Mike Davis has been just as good as McCaffrey. Look at his stats. They have been they have been really good. I have him on my fantasy team. They have been in both leagues that I'm in. They have been great. He has been, if not as good as McCaffrey, just a slightly downgrade, but he's making a fraction of the money. And yeah. look at Devontae Freeman and Deion Lewis today. They had really good games. Now, yeah, Barkley's better than both of them, even together, right? His stats will be better and he can he can tout the tout the rock the whole game, but yeah. they're not gonna be supremely better, and you're gonna be paying him you know, 10 million a year where you're paying Freeman minimum salary and Deion Lewis very little. Zeke, Zeke fumbles the ball too much. And he's actually had a really bad year this season. So, I mean, it's, that's a different story, but Dalvin cook, I think is a bell cow back who is so elusive and so good. He just has injury problems, but I'd say he's talented. His talent is there. And then Henry I'd put there because Henry is a different type of running back. He only runs the ball, but he's such a good runner and he's so hard to tackle. Whereas the rest of these guys we're talking about aren't the same level. And then Kamara is where I say he's the guy that is actually worth it because he's a legitimate Swiss army knife. Yeah. Well, that, that, that's value for me in a running back is, is can do everything. Right. Um, but I only think the only one that can is Kamara. Maybe McCaffrey, but I think Davis has proven that. But he's hurt too much. But here's the thing. I know I agree with you, Sterling. If I was a GM of a, would you a, pay a running back? That's a I would. Ne- I would not pay a running back. I would not pay a running back because here's the thing. I would. Uh, I would. I would use. I would draft running backs. I would draft running backs, and then after their rookie contracts, I wouldn't. Uh, you know, sign them to the high market let value. Me, let me let me pose a better question. Draft, redraft and sign a lower level guy and, and committee it. That's let me pose thing. a better question. If you have Kamara on your team, are you signing him to deal? I think you. I think you have to. Uh, I'm have no. To. I'm, I'm not saying like. I'm not saying because of pressure or anything. But are you? I'm gonna just name names. Are you resigning Kamara for his market level? <sighs> and if you're thinking about it, then you're gonna say no to the rest of them. Like I said, I think there's 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 five guys. I'd pay Kamara. I'd say that I would pay Kamara. I'd pay Kamara. I, I wouldn't pay, pay Kamara. Else. I'd pay. I'd pay McCaffrey. I'd pay Kamara McCaffrey and Saquon if he's healthy. Those are the three guys I would pay. Nobody um, else pay take on. Okay. I'm fine with those three. I think yeah. that's a that's a legitimate list. Uh I probably would just do Kamara. But I mean I, I could see McCaffrey. Would you rather have McCaffrey or I'll give you the team that's actually done the I hate invoking the Patriots every single moment on this podcast, but they're the one team that is, you know, not actually overpaid for running backs. Would you rather have McCaffrey? Well, yeah, they overdrafted on Sony Michelle, but would you rather have McCaffrey or would you have James White, Rex Burkhead, Sony Michelle, and Damian Harris. Uh, McCaffrey. I, I don't like those. I don't like those Patriots running backs. But uh, would I rather have wh- what's a good one-two one, punch? Um, I like uh, even though Denver's not very good. I like a one-two punch like uh, Melvin Gordon and Philip Lindsay. Um, or the, the the way the uh, Niners do it, they don't have a, a you know a dominant guy. But oh, same thing with the Chargers too. In the past or this year. Because like they they could they could probably plug and play anyone as a charger system. That's what I would try to do. That's what I would try to do. I would try to, I would try to have two backs that are, you know, above average, but you don't have to pay them that much. That that's how, I think that's how you yeah. GM. just run your run system like how San Francisco and the Rams do it. And it's not even like one guy does one thing and the other guy does the other thing. I mean, sure, one guy can be a little better at something, uh, 
but they have to, I think they both have to be able to fill multiple roles so that you aren't predictable, you know? Um, whereas like the Patriots have done it in the past, James White's in the game. Uh, you know what's happening. You, you, you basically know what's happening. Sony Michelle is in the game. You basically know what's happening. Um, well, with Michelle. Yeah. He, that for sure, because he actually can't, he couldn't catch. So, yeah. okay. Uh, that's a good segue though. You mentioned the 49ers. This is kind of our last thing. The 49ers dropped a yeah. stinker today. An absolute stinker. Mm-hmm. A disgusting stinker. Jimmy G got pulled and they cited that it's because they were afraid for his health. Protecting him. Um, that's, that's, you know, they're protecting him. That That's protecting him from, or protecting Shanahan from making the decision. That's lip service. Yeah. Yeah. Lip service. There you go. I think that that's bullshit. Uh, I actually like Jimmy G a lot. I love Jimmy G, but uh, he's been bad and he's been hurt, but he's been bad. He lost that Super Bowl last year, making some pretty bad. They could have won that Super Bowl if he would have just been competent at the end. And here's the deal. Okay. They are now two and two or two. And, wait, are they two and two or three and two? Anybody know? Uh, two, and three. two and three. They're two and three. Yeah. Oh my God. They were two and two. Yeah, you're right. They're two and three. The Rams are four and one. The Cardinals are three and two. And the Seahawks are five and oh. So they're three games back from the division lead. Here are their upcoming games. They're two and three. They play the Rams next week. Mm-hmm. They play the Patriots on the 25th. They play the Seahawks the November 1st. They play the Packers, then the Saints, then the Rams again, then the Bills, and then they finish the season out with the with Washington, with Fort, with the Cowboys, with the Cardinals, and with the Seahawks. Now their next one, two, three, four, five, six, seven games, they can legitimately lose their next seven games. Yeah, uh, they're not making the playoffs. They're out. I'm done. I'm done with them. That not because I think they really got shit on with injuries this year. Their defense has been destroyed with injuries. I mean, you know, I saw a tweet today. You know, you're screwed when you're when your cornerbacks are wearing like the numbers in the mid forties. <laughs> yeah, you know that they took those numbers. They didn't pick them. So, uh, yeah. no, they got they they've been screwed with injuries. It happens some years. It's a Super Bowl hangover. It it all it usually happens to teams that lose in the Super Bowl because uh, you get to the mountaintop and then you 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 know tumble down it. And then you have to climb back. It's hard to climb back after you fall down a mountain. It's hard to climb back after you fall down a mountain. Yeah, oldest, oldest, uh, oldest motto in the book. Uh, my point is, what book are you reading? You know, I'm reading a lot of books. Uh, what book am I reading actually? Here, let's see. Uh, uh, look at this right here. A little JFK biography. A little John F. Kennedy. Look, look at how thick that is. Wow. Big book. Um, awesome. Uh, JFK, hell of a guy. Uh, anyways, good president. I uh, I would say this is that is Jim. This, my my question I pose to you. This is the final question of the pod, unless we have other things to discuss, which I, I this has been a long pod. Yeah. Uh, is Jimmy G the answer at QB there, or do they move on after this year? They paid him. They got to stick to it. I think Keep they can get up. out of the contract after this year with not too much dead not money. Good. He's not good. Not good. What do you think, Benny? Uh, well. If I'm the 49ers, this is what I would do. And then you pose it to you. Yeah. If I'm the 49ers, I'm one of the teams that tries to tank a bit. Honestly, I would say this year is not our year. I would just, if I'm Kyle Shanahan, he has job security. I say, we're not going to get the first pick. They're not going to be bad enough for that. That's the team that says, hey, Jets, how you doing? I will trade you 
four first round picks and somebody on the defensive side of the ball or three first round picks, two first round picks and a stud, right? Two first round picks and Nick Bosa or something like that. Trevor Lawrence is ours. You taking that trade if you're the Jets? Uh, no. Jimmy G also, and we can you can get rid of Darnold if you if you don't trust Darnold. No, Darnold. Yeah. Darnold's if, if good. They, I agree with that. Included, if they included Jimmy G, am I doing Darnold it? is much better than Jimmy G. Well, they would want to include Jimmy G. So if you're considering that, if you're if you're the Jets, yeah, oh yeah, they're But no, no, but no. Here's why I wouldn't take it because if I was the Jets and I had the first pick, I would pick Trevor Lawrence and I would leverage Sam Darnold as much as I could which probably wouldn't be great, but I think you can get, you know, you should be able to get at least a second round pick for him, you know? I, I think he's worth that. I don't know if that's what you're getting. What's Haskins getting back? A fifth rounder? I, I, I think, you know, I think Haskins uh, won't, won't get as much back for Darnold just because he didn't have as much hype, I feel like. Uh, no, I, I mean, I'm just asking because I think like if you're if you're moving on from Darnold, you don't have leverage to move on from that guy. There's no leverage if you're saying I'm going to take Trevor Lawrence, who wants Sam Darnold? Well, you, How much you, are you giving us? I mean, you you just you shop both. You you shop the first pick and you shop uh, Sam Darnold, and then now we're make- getting now we're getting into a different discussion. I'm my point is if you're shopping both things, nobody's going to go for Sam Darnold. Because everybody will know you're shopping both things, and nobody wants Sam Darnold. They want that pick to get Trevor Lawrence. Yeah. And so, I mean, yeah, I, I was—I'm just you thinking. You have so much leverage, though. At that point, if you have the first pick this year, you got a lot of leverage. Well, yeah, you can get a record haul, and I'm saying, well, the 49ers, if they offer it, would but you? But I'd rather—I'd rather have Trevor Lawrence than uh, actually trade that pick away. I—I I would too. So I—I'm in agreement. Steven, you agree? Yeah, I agree. Okay, final point. The Eagles lost to Pittsburgh today. Uh, hell of a game. Okay, thank you both. <laughs> thank you both for uh, for being on. We have a world champion in basketball. Uh, we are done speaking about that sport unless there's any huge free agency news, and there might be. So we'll bring it up when the time comes. I don't even know when free agency starts or when the draft is. It has to be soon, right? They want the, the season to start in about two months. Um I know they have tenanted baits, but a uh, little housekeeping here just at the end. Rafael Nadal won the French Open again. I think that's his 13th time he ties Roger Federer with 20 Grand Slam titles in the men's game. That's amazing. Uh, tour of Italy going on in cycling. A lot of things, a lot of things happening. But we are done with basketball. We only have baseball and football left in, in Americans, I guess college football. We're not talking about that here, though. So. Right. It's gross. God, I watched. Okay, last point here before we go. That Texas-Oklahoma game was one of the worst things I've ever watched, and they're hailing it as an instant classic. Am I getting hijinks? No. That was I, don't know why, I don't know why Texas gets any airtime. They, they've not been relevant since we were, like, little kids, so I don't understand yeah, why it, they even get any it's press. Allure. It's a lure of the Blue Blood program, which has sucked. The only thing good about Texas games is Matthew McConaughey's there. That's about it. Why doesn't Texas hire Urban Meyer or Nick Saban? Give him, give Nick Saban $30 million a year. Change the program. There you go. There you go, Texas. Alabama would match it. That's why. I don't think they would. I don't think they have the money. Okay. Here's what I'd say. Nick Saban, write a number on a contract. We'll give you whatever it says. The SEC, the SEC prop profit sharing, they got enough money. Nick Saban, what's okay. 
Time out. Fine, get Dabo. How about that? Uh, I hate Dabo, but get Dabo. That's a possibility. That's what it takes. Uh, Nick Saban, salary. Okay, let's see here. I think it's It's, like five or six mil. It's 8.85 million. So if Texas says we're going to give you 30 million, he's not good. Alabama can't match that. Alabama would bring in Urban Meyer is what would happen. And that's (laughs) amazing. So you give Urban Meyer 10. I think Urban Meyer would come back for... Give no, Urban, no. just Texas. Hey, guess what? Your team sucks. Bring in Urban Meyer or Dabo or Nick Saban. Go, go off on Lincoln Riley. Lincoln Riley just can't feel the defense. And actually, you know, he should have. He should have left. He should have. He should have hopped out of college last year. He doesn't want to. He's he's a fraud. He's a coward. Uh, honestly, all those college coaches that decline to go to the NFL are cowards to me. I don't uh, think he's ready for the NFL. Honestly, he's a little too young. I think. I mean, I know Cliff Kingsbury's done well. Sean McVay's. What is he? He's like three years older than us. But but but. No, McVay. I think Sean McVay's been third. Failures. We're failures in life. McVay has coaching experience in the NFL, though. Here's the deal. You know who I respect? Pete Carroll. I respect the man. I do not respect Nick Saban. Nick Saban has a bad year in the NFL. He runs back to college. He's been great in college. People say he's the best coach outside of Belichick. No, we've had this discussion before, you and I, Benny. He isn't. He's the best college coach. That would rank him about the 180th best NFL coach because it's way harder to do in NFL. Just saying. Just saying. Yeah, some coaches just like college, though. They like the recruiting. Well, you know, if you like college, don't act. It's like... Bill O'Brien should go back to college because he can be a head coach and the GM. That's what you get to do in college. You get to be everything. You get to be the freaking. Uh, well, if that's what he wants, let him go back to college. I would say he probably won't get another gig in the NFL for a while. Actually, who knows? Adam Gase keeps getting him. So uh, he probably oh, will. Sure. Go. Yeah. Uh, Adam Gase is the best interviewer ever. I want him to write a book about it. He has to be great at it. For he real. has to turn it around on the guy. He has to turn it around. He has to be like. His, his eyes are just like, all He's over the place in the interview. Uh, I'm saying that Texas, Oklahoma, that game was the worst game I watched that people are hailing as an instant classic. No, no, it isn't. It was a bad game that went four OT. There's it's like, if we, it's like, if we're watching a Browns, a Browns dolphins game, not this year, both teams are actually competent, but you know, back when they were starting uh Brandon, Weed it, was. it was watching a bad Tim Tebow versus a bad Johnny man. You know, no bad Tim Tebow. How about that? What? Sam Ellinger, bad. Tim Tebow's a bad Tim Tebow. Spencer Rattler, bad Johnny Manziel. Yeah. I actually like Rattler. I think he's going to be really good. He just, uh, he's just been bad this year. Young. Yeah. So anyways, basically, to, to, if you want me to go off on, uh, on Lincoln Riley, I could just say you should have jumped, jumped ship when you could have gone to the NFL. Uh, it's worked for other people. Now, I think that that would have been a mistake watching him this year. He can't, he can't coach a defense, so. Uh, the Cowboys are lucky because Mike McCarthy can't coach a defense either. But I think if they wanted Lincoln Riley, they had to give a lot more money. So maybe they can figure something out later. Hey, Cowboys, next time you hire a coach, maybe hire a defensive-minded coach. Just thought. Um, anyways, okay. That's, that's interesting for me. That's off, that's off brand for you. It's off brand, but when your defense sucks ass, you should probably hire a defensive-minded coach. Just, just thought. When you already got the uh, – I mean, they held the offensive coordinator who still calls plays. What's Mike McCarthy do there? Just manages timeouts. <laughs> like he's not calling the plays. He did that in Green Bay for all those years. He doesn't call the plays here. They let they get like Kellen Moore do it. Uh, Should have hired a defensive minded head coach if that was a plan. So, anyways, okay, we have ran a lot over time. Probably I haven't. I don't know how far we are, but we did this in two bits. Um, long pod, but a lot of things happened. So, uh, thank you, boys. We got our picks on Wednesday night, and we will be ready to rocket fire. A lot of new bets coming in too, honestly. 
sorry if I let you down. I know a lot of people follow my bets and they bet what I say. I'm just kidding. I hope you don't. But if you do, I let you down bad this week. I'm, I'm like I said, my girlfriend's not getting a Christmas present. So uh, unless I win next week. I'm going to start posting my bets online. Follow me. Yeah, we're going to have a new segment next week. Uh, Steve Stradamus, he hit a seven-leg parlay, like we said. So that's going to be this this Wednesday. You better get a good one because you have two yeah. chances to hit these. You already hit one. You got two more. You got two chances these next two weeks. And if you don't hit one, we might have to get rid of the segment. I'm going to give I'm gonna give the, just a little preview. I'm going to give hey, a lock, a lock parlay, and mm-hmm. I'm going to give my seven-team parlay. Okay, do that, that. Do that on Wednesday night. So. Yeah, there's a little preview, a little preview. Okay, thank you so much, both of you. Um, have a good rest of your night. Lakers, baby. LeBron, goat.